So what are the different types of agile service providers? Stick around and tonight we're gonna break that down. Good evening, Agile Acquisition Enthusiasts, and welcome back to the Underground Digital Tiki Bar. It's Friday night, and that means it's time for another episode of Agile Acquisitions and Alcohol. So cheers. So tonight's topic comes to us from Raj Sharma of Public Spend Forum, and he asks, what are the different types of Agile service providers? This is a good question. As we talk about building out marketplaces for Agile development services, which is really becoming such a big thing in the federal marketplace, um, it's really important to understand who is out there, what is it that we're trying to do, how are they helping the federal government make this transition? Because this is a big transition. You know, change in the federal government is like steering a massive oil tanker. It, it doesn't happen quickly, it's not nimble, it is a big, slow machine. And so it takes a lot of people and a lot of effort and a lot of activity to make that transition. And I'm fortunate to work with a lot of amazing people on the inside of the government who, who spend their days tirelessly trying to make that transition happen. And it's awesome. And it's all over the place, not just the people I work with. But there's also a whole community of companies that are out in the federal marketplace and the state and local that are working to help make this transition. And they're helping in a lot of different ways. You know, so let's break this down, right? So in, in real simple terms, you have agile coaches, you have agile trainers, and you have agile delivery, right? So uh, agile coaches have been around for a while. They're really valuable if they know what they're doing. If you find a good agile coach, I made a video about it, you should check out what I think makes a good agile coach. Um, if you find a good agile coach though, they're gonna help the team be effective in their execution of the Agile methodology. They're gonna help work through the challenges of implementing a new process in an existing system, and that is difficult. And if you can find someone who has the experience of actually living Agile development delivery, uh, especially if they have some experience in the federal government and some experience in industry and are able to build that bridge between the two, uh, they can be extremely helpful. So you have Agile coaches. Then you have Agile training. So Agile training is this new marketplace of training, which is so amazing. Uh, the DITAP, uh, the Digital IT Acquisition Professional Training Program is one of the big ones, but there's other acquisition training going on uh, that is around the, the teaching of how, right? So part of culture change is education. You have to get people to understand what it is you're asking them to do so they don't have to reinvent the wheel every time they're doing it. You wanna give them the lessons learned, you wanna help them so they don't stumble on all the same mistakes that everybody else made in the early stages of this. So agile training is so incredibly important. FAI, DAU, all of the individual agency training programs, they need to build up this capability to teach contracting officers, cores, program managers, uh, everybody in all of the different cybersecurity, I mean, everybody needs to understand what their role is and what everyone else's role is so they can work together. It's a critical space. It's one that I think is gonna grow significantly over the next decade. Uh, and then, of course, you have Agile delivery. But Agile delivery comes in so many different flavors. I mean, you do have some amazing full-stack development shops. Um, you know, they, they can run the whole gamut of the delivery process and they're absolutely 
really, really solid companies out there that do that. Um, and, and sometimes that's exactly what the government needs, especially if they're new to it. I mean, the last thing you want to do is spend a lot of time integrating multiple different capabilities together in order to try to learn a process. Um, but sometimes you don't need a full delivery stack. Sometimes you might have really incredible developers, uh, but you need to bring in a design team. Uh, one really effective methodology, in fact, is to bring in a design team before you bring in the development team. Not to say the development process doesn't also need design capability, but to actually do a, a discovery sprint, so to speak, of user needs through the user research, user-centered design process. And, you know, why do we spend time struggling writing requirements trying to guess what people need? I mean, the, you could do a two-week, four-week discovery with a company that are experts in design and understanding what people need, those are your requirements. It's the easiest way to do it, and it doesn't have to be expensive. It'd probably be done under the micro-purchase threshold thanks to the increase to $10,000. Nevertheless, I digress. You have design, you have development, you have front-end, you have back-end developers, you have full-stack developers. What about cybersecurity? I mean, all of this, it changes when you move to Agile, right? The, the ability to test uh, to ensure security, you know, you have to reimagine this whole process. I mean, before the, the, the cybersecurity side of the house would be at the tail, right? So three years of development, five years of development, and then they take it over for an ATO. And, you know, that is just too late. And if you're doing that, it, it's absolutely too late now to still be agile and make cybersecurity necessary changes because... If you do, you're basically, you could be potentially taking it all the way back to the beginning. Nothing agile about three years of work and then starting over. So you have the cybersecurity, you have the configuration management piece. Um, again, you have the user testing piece. So all of these different elements can make up different types of agile services that industry provides. So there you have it. Raj, I really appreciate the question. I always appreciate uh, when I get feedback from you all, what you want me to talk about. Uh, otherwise, I'm just going to talk, right? So it's better if it's something that's important to you. If it's important to you, it's important to me. Uh, I want to help bring government and industry together on this so we can continue to move this forward. And we really have. I mean, over the last eight years, the transition has been absolutely incredible, but there's a lot more work to do. Uh, so keep up the good work out there. Remember, keep innovating. Always subscribe. And until next week, cheers.